What's up, everybody? Welcome to your 10-minute checkpoint podcast with Sancho West, where we go down video game news, movie news, sports news, whatever that's on the top of my head in 10 minutes. Thank you so much for your support. Let's put 10 minutes on the clock starting now. All right. I am so happy to be talking about this with you. It's a very, very dear subject to my heart, and it's going to cover a lot, so it's going to be a big chunk of the podcast. This is stemming from a tweet from Courage JD at Halo. I've played Halo since 2005. It's my favorite game series of all time. If Halo Infinite doesn't release with a robust and well-made Battle Royale game mode, then it'll be one of the greatest gaming failures in history. Have a good day. This thing kind of spread like wildfire throughout the video game universe, and everyone was screaming blasphemy, considering that Halo is itself an established franchise. It's a big cornerstone of Xbox, and essentially is single player and multiplayer. Those two, and that's it. Now, the main backlash against it is I really, really, really do believe there is a stigma against Battle Royales. Now, when the Battle Royale genre took over video games, by storm in a sense especially in streaming you can you can't throw a stone anywhere in twitch world to run into a battle royale that's currently in the top five or ten you have apex warzone fortnite spellbreak all those kinds of things now the thing about battle royales the reason why they're so good as a streaming genre and i say genre because it really is its own thing and I, I think it's involved from just a game mode into a genre. But the reason why it's such a friendly type of f- stream content is because you could ignore it as a viewer, but then tune in when it gets to a top 10 situation. And that in itself will always give it legs. And that in itself will always make it a tempting genre or whatever as a whole. Not only that, developers are seeing such great success with a successful Battle Royale. However, with every great Battle Royale, there's about 13, 15, 20, so many other Battle Royales that failed. And that's the thing, right? Does Halo need a Battle Royale? No. Okay. But it would, I would say it would be a missed opportunity. I tweeted this out. I I just truly believe that Halo needs a battle royale it doesn't need it at launch it doesn't need it um you know first year i i just need a promise that 343 industries is going to be working on a battle royale i get a single player i get a multiplayer i get all those things take a lot of work but activision has shown that it is possible with call of duty and the people were tweeting back to me someone said it's just like they don't see halo having a battle royale That it is not meant for it or it's not designed for it. But Call of Duty success will show you otherwise. And you cannot deny that Battle Royales are adding a huge length and and draw to a game. Like, I I, I really believe this to my my heart, in my gamer heart. I love single-player games. I absolutely adore single-player stories. But a lot of the single-player people... A majority of it just dislike multiplayer. And for the, and I don't blame them. Because multiplayer for the longest time were an afterthought. They were a throw-on, an attachment as a way to keep players involved in the title. But don't get there, there there is multiplayer experiences out there that are no doubt 
awesome masterpiece. And that's the thing I really believe that with Halo without a BR, it, it, it's essentially, it's going to be looked at, it's not modern. You know, it's going to feel like it's it's missing a Battle Royale at this point. Because there's something about it that it just makes your multiplayer feel modern. It'd be antiquated without it. I'm not saying I need it at launch. I'm not saying it that it is a must at launch. I'm just simply saying it needs one eventually. Because, man, the Battle Royale genre is up for grabs. Especially in the first-person shooter. There, I can't tell you the amount of people that I know, content creators, streamers out there, who are pining for something to grind. They want to chase a skill ceiling, you know? They want to chase that carrot. You know, they're already burned out in Warzone. Maybe they already, you know, sweated out in Fortnite. Apex Legends is not for them. So right there, right, you have Halo. And it's really awesome to see a triple-A studio kind of throw their weight behind a battle royale. And that is why I am waiting with abated breath to know whatever Naughty Dog is working on, right? I've always been an advocate for battle royales, even for The Last of Us factions. I'm not, again, I'm not saying to replace factions. I'm not saying to get rid of factions multiplayer. I'm simply saying it'd be an amazing addition. And if done right, if executed perfectly, you are going to have a cornerstone, a moneymaker, a generator of, of profit, so that way you could also invest in the other arms of the game. I really believe that. I mean, I know Epic as well, Save the World, all those kinds of things, hasn't had the same attention as Border Royale, but it's still supported. It's still there. The same thing alongside with Warzone. Is it as much as supported as the Warzone Battle Royale in terms of the multiplayer Call of Duty and single player? No. But at the same time, it is making money hand over fist. And you cannot, you cannot, you cannot say that that 343 studios or industries does not want that, you know? But I think I think at the end of the world, at the end of the world, well, holy. At the end of the day, that there is a stigma against battle royales. And I really believe people don't want to see Halo have it because they think that they won't be able to do it right. And if it's failed, it's just a tack on thing. I don't think it's them trying to chase a trend. It's them pushing the battle royale genre forward. But that's my two cents on that. Let's take a look at what else is happening here. Xbox has finally announced that Bethesda games will be coming to the Xbox Game Pass. For those of you who missed out, Bethesda has now been acquired by Xbox or by Microsoft. And with that, it's going to be able to boost the Xbox Game Pass. So you have Dishonored DE, Dishonored 2, Doom, Doom 2, Doom 64, Doom 3, Doom Internal, Fallout New Vegas, Fallout 4, Fallout 76, Prey, Rage 2, Elder Scrolls, uh, three Moral Win, four Oblivion, and Elder Scrolls Skyrim Special Edition. Also, you're gonna get the Elder Scrolls Online, The Evil Within, Wolfenstein, New Blood Order, The Old Blood, and Young Blood. So essentially, is Bethesda is finally having been a part of that Game Pass, and which is gonna be a monthly fee, give you access to all these games. But the best part about this entire thing, or it depends on who you're looking at, is Phil Spencer on the Bethesda game says, if you're an Xbox customer, it's about delivering great exclusive games for you. On platforms where Game Pass exists. So that's the thing that everyone has been waiting for, right? When is Xbox going to be able to play its ultimate ace in, uh, I guess, up the sleeve against Sony to let them know, like, hey, we have this amazing studio of Bethesda with the amazing franchises. I just listed some of the amazing franchises in their catalog. 
when are they going to say the future Bethesda titles will not be available on PlayStation? It's not a hard say, but it's a very, very underlying presence that Phil Spencer has said that with that line. It's very ominous. So let's see. I mean, again, Xbox has been, Microsoft has been accruing a lot of first, uh, first party studios for their future consoles and PC. I think if you're a Sony, you have to be a little bit worried. Also, just to go back into the movie news, take a look here. It looks like the new Mortal Kombat film is officially rated R. I know we kind of talked about the trailer reaction, so it's going to be kind of crazy to be able to see that as well in its full glory. I mean, I don't think you can accept anything else but a PG-13, uh, anything else but a rated R rating. Now, PG-13 would not cut it. And I kind of want to go back into uh, the sports story that I left about Blake Griffin joining the Brooklyn Nets. It's interesting to see how that goes. Can't forget about James Harden. I didn't mention James Harden among the that new super team. Also, Dak from the Dallas Cowboys signs with them. So they were always talking about, should we franchise him? Should we not franchise him? Should we set him, sign him to a long-term uh, extension? Dak, who had a devastating leg injury to end the season last season, is was... Up in the air. I mean, people thought like, wow, Jerry Jones is not going to pay Dak because he has got injured. But it just shows you that the level of quarterback play out there that's available is not Dak levels. And for them to re-sign Dak with a huge signing bonus, like $70 million plus, is also not only a sign that Dak's going to be the future of the Cowboys, but there's going to be a future salary cap that NFL, man, no matter if there's a pandemic or not, continues to make a lot of money especially with their new TV deals coming down the pipe. For those of you who are not sports initiated, that essentially is the more better the TV deals that they get or sponsorships or whatnot, the bigger the salary cap is. And for the Dallas Cowboys, Jerry Jones is usually in the front side of that. Those kind of conversations knows something must up considering that they dropped so much for Dak. So thank you all so much for tuning in to your 10-minute checkpoint podcast with myself, Tancho. I really appreciate it. Please let me know, comment down below what you thought about the news. Do you believe Battle Royales are going to be like a faded out trend? Or do you think Halo just doesn't need it? I, I I just think like, why not, man? If you can't do it, just make sure you do it right. And I think the 343 Industries can definitely do a Halo BR right. Comment down below. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'll see you next time. Bye.